All right, Kylie, quick. You're walking down the road. Somebody comes up. They point a knife at you, and they say, give me your wallet. What are you going to do? Give him my wallet. Okay, that's, that's good. We've discussed this before. Now, what are you going to do after you give him your wallet? How are you going to give him your wallet? What are you going to have in your wallet? Okay, and the look and confusion on her face is the reason we're going to be talking about this today. All right, welcome back to episode 91 of the Impact Defense Podcast. Uh, thank you very much for listening um, to all of these podcasts. As I'm sure everybody has listened to every single one of these podcasts. I'm not positive. I want everybody to go back and listen to all of these. <laughs> At least not the first two months. The first two months were very rough. Yeah, you're, you're very correct. <laughs> Uh, and then we didn't even have Kylie on the podcast at that point in time. Yeah. And then Kylie was dying to come on the podcast and talk all the time. And then she did talk a lot. And then she just didn't talk. <laughs> anyway. Um, the evolution of Kylie. Yeah, yeah. Uh, she's starting to talk again more, a little bit, somewhat. So, uh, anyway, we hadn't done this in a while. Uh, Kylie, why don't you tell them about ImpactDefense.online? So as you know, ImpactDefense.online has a bunch of new stuff, like we have new shirts, and I'm pretty sure we're going to have some new courses come out soon, at least updates on new courses and everything. So yeah, and you can also find the podcast on there too. That's right. So if you haven't found the podcast at all, you can find it there. Mm -hmm. If you're listening to the podcast and you've never found the podcast, (laughs) you can find it on ImpactDefense.online. Yeah. Podcast, t-shirts, courses. Yeah, so impact defense. Yeah, um, our our website is where it's the hub for everything. So we've got all of our podcasts on there. Obviously, we've got our YouTube videos that show up on there. So we have a feed from our YouTube videos. Uh, I think our Instagram stuff shows up on there. Um, and yeah, so you can find a lot of stuff over there. We are beefing up our courses. We're just beefing up the site in general. So yeah, yeah, awesome stuff. Okay, uh, we do not. Because, and it's totally my fault. I claim complete and total responsibility. Unless you had a news story in the bank ready to roll, we don't have a news story, do we? I think I actually have one saved. Heck, yes. Woo! I did not expect that. Because I did not look at Jada. I, you know, this was kind of... Um, last minute? Yeah, this podcast was a little bit last minute. And now it's time for our news story. All right, so in July of 2022, which was just last month, um, there was the Indiana Mall shooting. Uh, an armed gunman stood up in the food court. So people say he took about an hour preparing in the bathroom before he came out and started opening fire. I know um, people that spend a lot of time in the bathroom, but I don't think they'd ever spend an hour in there. Um, well, definitely not preparing to step out and shoot people in well, a food that's court. True. That's true. Um, But he stepped out and started opening fire in the food court of the mall. And uh, a legal, oh my gosh, a concealed carry holder who was legally carrying his firearm um, stood up and was able to stop the threat. Three people were killed. Um, (laughs) This news story does not lay it out very well, so it's pretty disorganized, and this was the last second thing you guys heard. So, um, 
Yeah, legally carried firearm, armed gunman stood up. So right, let's just edit all of that out. That would be great. Because uh, yeah. I found the actual news story and mm-hmm. it was laid out a whole lot better. But apparently, I deleted it because there were several podcasts that we just did no news story, and yeah, I must have deleted it or it it's expired. My bad. It's my bad. Um, so let's just say real quick. So I, I know I may have made a couple comments to some people uh, afterwards. That dude was 40 yards away from the attacker. He shot 10 shots. Eight of them hit the attacker, hit the active shooter. Okay. Now, you two ladies are pistol instructors. How hard is it? How much skill does it take to hit a moving target 40 yards away with a freaking pistol. Skill. No, that dude has some serious practice under his belt. Yes. Like, he had to. Yes. Um, because that just doesn't that doesn't happen with someone who just gets their concealed carry permit and then puts it in their holster and uh, doesn't practice with it. That yeah. guy had to actually um, train with his firearm to be able to do that. Yes. Now, I'm wondering, like, it doesn't say what position he was in when he shot the guy, so... I don't know. I don't know that I heard that. Because. I'm sure it's out there. I just don't know that I heard that. Yeah, because I'm just thinking, like, that gets even more difficult depending on, like, how he had to, like, how he was standing, all of these things. Yeah. It would be different if maybe he were doing it from, like, Ventrest, but I don't think I've ever heard of a self-defense uh, <laughs> shooting from Ventrest. So, so, in other words, so. sitting there on the table, finding something to prop his gun up on. <laughs> <laughs> so, that guy... Just, just use the napkin dispenser. The nap, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, prop your hands up on the napkin no, dispenser. I got my coffee mug here, so if I just go like if this... eight out of ten shots <laughs> hit and he was 40 yards away, that... That That's phenomenal. So there, so much so that a lot of guys have turned this into a drill. So it's you have a human size, like a uh, one of those uh, like self defense targets, like we use the cardboard, mm-hmm. you know, targets, cutout targets, and you put it forty yards away, and it's now a drill where you have to shoot, you have to stand up and you have, maybe it was stand it because that's how the drill works. You have to stand up and you have to shoot from forty yards away and hit eighty percent. It takes an 80% pass rate. That's amazing. I love the fact that that one was turned into a drill. The Greenwood drill? <laughs> Greenwood. That's for, that's the name of the mall. I don't know. It's actually called the Dickon drill because that's the guy's last name. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> so that is now a pistol drill, and I think that's phenomenal. <laughs> All right. Uh, so. Yeah, I did have an article that uh, showed the, well, I guess his name is Dickon. Yeah, that's his last name um, from what I understand. Yeah, but I did have an article that showed him, but it has been misplaced, so, misplaced apparently. I apologize. My fault. I just looked at the lady and said, hey, we're, we're recording a podcast today. It's a little off schedule, but we're going to go ahead and we needed to go ahead and get it done. So, all right. So that's been our news story for today. Okay, so back on the actual subject of the podcast, we're going to talk, talk about, like, yes, we've discussed it before. If somebody comes up, they pull a weapon on you, and they say, we are going, you know, you know give me your wallet, give me your purse, give me your bag. Um, the best thing to do is to give them whatever it is you have, right? Right. That is not, 
you know, that is not shocking to anybody sitting at the table. Um, yes, we're coming from a self-defense perspective, getting out of dangerous situations alive and uninjured. And speaking from that perspective, the best thing you can do is give them your, yeah. your wallet. Uh, as uh, I now found out, uh, self-defense lawyer Andrew Bronca, or at least that was who was quoted uh, saying it, say anytime you get involved in a situation, you have a greater than zero chance of dying. Uh, the moment that somebody pulls a weapon on you and demands anything you know your money your whatever okay you have a higher than zero percent chance of dying just right there because we know that it has happened where people have pulled a knife on somebody said give me your wallet give me your watch and they did and they still killed them okay we know that that's a possibility right there but uh you have an even greater chance of dying if you decide to fight over a material object or money or anything along those lines. So what we want to talk about a little bit is like... There's no honor in dying over $10 and your license. No, there's really not. So there's... Like everyone's just like, well, that just makes you a pushover. It's like, no, that makes you smart because you can call the DMV and report your license is stolen and you can replace the $10 by going to work. Yeah, and we'll actually get into that and like what you should do if that does happen. But like we're going to look at some kind of general ideas and thoughts if... You know, you know, to prevent or lessen the harm, you know, or to keep yourself safe in the situation or stuff like that. Okay. So first off, Kylie, we talked to, I was asking you, if somebody pulls a knife on you and asks you for your purse, the first question I think we need to answer is how do you give it to them? Have you ever thought about that? Because I don't think, we've never talked about that on the podcast. And I don't, I hear a lot of people say, hey, yeah, give, and we've done this. I'm just as guilty as anybody else saying, hey, yes, give them the wallet, give them the purse, whatever. But we never actually talk about how to give them the wallet to make you as safe as possible. Yeah. So how would you do it? Just spitballing. Hand it over. Hand it over. Okay, Jada. I'm not getting close enough that they could touch me. Yeah, that's kind of the thing. I'm going to be like, okay, you stay right there. I'm going to back up, set it on the ground, and walk away. <laughs> yeah, okay. Like, that's also a possibility. Of, that's more of what I'm going to go for because I'm I'm not reaching out. Um, and, and I would definitely not. If you're going to set it down on the ground, definitely do not like lean over nope. where you cannot see. Nope, I'm them. dropping it and backing up. Yeah. So that so that's one possibility. Another possibility is to throw it. Mm-hmm. So throw it off to your right or to your left, so you can then run away. Okay. Don't I say this when I'm teaching all the time? People talk about knives. Don't ever worry about somebody throwing a knife at you and hitting you. The chances and the likelihood of someone throwing a knife and hitting you is like astronomical. Number one, that's a that's a crazy skill set okay it might make contact with you but the likelihood of it you them throwing it at you and it's sticking in you is, and you're just falling over dead like in the movies yeah that it doesn't happen like that guys no no, no it doesn't no okay most and people likely, that can throw a knife likely, at a moving target like that is probably making a living throwing yeah. knives have you guys ever tried throwing a knife at just like a tree or something like you know that sinking feeling you get when it goes bunk and like the handle hits yeah that's most likely what's going to happen if it's hard for you to learn to throw it at a tree imagine trying to throwing that at mo- try throwing that at a moving person yeah um no 
usually criminals do not have um, degrees in knife throwing. So, so I worked with I worked with a guy just for fun because I think a few episodes back we had Scott Clawson, good friend of mine, uh, Brazilian Jiu Jitsu black belt, on the podcast, and we were talking about just the fact that we just wish that we could live so much longer so we can just try all of these different martial arts and devote so much time to all of this stuff. Um, in in the midst of all these things, I have tried and done all kinds of stuff in, through the years. And one of them I worked with, and it was just like maybe a couple, two, three sessions probably, mm-hmm. where I worked with this guy who is this like expert uh, knife and axe throwing guy. And we worked, like I said, two or three times. Basically... In that time, I learned the basics of how, and, and I, you know, I was proficient with weapons and stuff beforehand, so that kind of gave me a little bit of a head start. But I learned the basics of throwing knives and throwing tomahawks, axes, whatever you want to call it, and, and kind of understanding how I can step back and where I need to be and all this kind of stuff. People don't understand that it's not just. You, you, you can't it, it's it's not a skill where like you know i can just like stand anywhere and throw it usually you have to be a certain distance away you have to understand how your rotation works and you then be able to throw these things and get them to stick the way they, they do it is super super hard it really is now you take that level of skill uh i i for the most part i'm a little out of practice at this point in time because i haven't thrown anything in a couple of years or so uh but anyway uh, I'm a little out of practice, so it'd take me a little bit to kind of get back in practice. But I was at some point where I pretty pretty regularly, pretty easily be able to throw and stick something. But understand that I had to be at a very specific distance. Okay? For somebody to get good, and I was talking to him about that. I said, like, what if, it's, what if the target's moving? Like, what if they're running away? And he said, you have no idea how hard that is. Because <laughs> that distance is constantly changing. So you then have to make, you know, changes in your rotation the way you throw it then you have to adjust for how fast they are running away and all this stuff he goes it's insanely insanely hard so you know the the movies make that look entirely too easily so anyway we're way off subject all right so throw the purse down and run or drop the purse and run or and back away and then run you know that's those are two decent things now should you think about how the things are in your purse oh another thing another option i have seen is the possibility of taking your purse and dumping it out right there in front of them. That doesn't work for me. Um, yeah, you got <laughs> I, I don't have a purse that you can dump out. I carry a minimalist bag, you yeah, know. It's, yeah, it's tiny. Yeah, all I basically have is, you know, my identification and my card yeah. and my phone that is pretty much all i carry with me at any given time yeah so i mean i know i I just switched to one of those kind of minimalist wallets like i've stopped carrying cash yeah just because like everything everything has moved to cards at this point and i hate it i've liked it better carrying cash but um it's moved to cards at this point and now i'm just over here like well the positive side is if someone steals my my purse, they're um, <laughs> they're not exactly getting much because I'm going to immediately call and cancel my card. Right. So, what should you what should you or should you not have in your purse or wallet or anything like that? Any ideas? 
Some, something that you probably should not have in there. Social security card. Oh, you hit that one right on the nail as soon as I said it. Because that's the first thing in my mind. I used to carry my social security card in my wallet all the time. See, my and problem I know, is I, I am likely to forget it when I leave it, like, at home. But, you know, um, <laughs> like, yeah. I'm for, likely to forget where I put things. Um, thankfully, now we have, like, a safe box and everything. But, um, yeah, there for a while I was carrying it with me just because I'm a very forgetful person. And I knew that I would forget wherever I put it. Yeah. But, you know, realizing that, yeah, that's not a good thing to do. Yeah. It's like, okay, I've got to, I've got to leave this at home. Yeah. Anything else that you can think of that you probably would not want to have in your wallet or purse or anything like that? Life savings? Just, <laughs> I was kind of going there, too. You're reading my mind today. I look over here at Kylie, and I could basically just see the calculations going on <laughs> above her head. And she's sitting there thinking, like, what? I don't, I don't, I don't know. Now, it, it, it helps that you are, like, 15, and you don't have, like, a tremendous amount of stuff that you have carrying yeah. around with you like that. But, you know, I mean, it's always good to kind of have these things. This, these are things that you kind of want to have worked out in your head, though, before you're ever in a situation like that. I think too many people, too many times, people never think about the possibility of that, don't think about what they're actually going to do if that happens, and then they start questioning everything in that moment. Okay? Uh, so, and I hear, I, I've been in these classes where it's like somebody comes up and they say, all right, now here's what's happened. You're standing there. Somebody has a gun on you, and they're asking for your wallet. And now what you're going to do is get off the X, draw, and shoot. And I've done it. I, you know, I followed directions and everything when we're doing the class. My thinking is, wow, the possibility of me dying in that moment is so much higher. Than you if know, you just, you know, than if I just threw wallet. my wallet. <laughs> throw your wallet at them. I'm probably not going to throw... Like, my wallet no, at someone at holding them. a gun. No, no. Huh. It, it, and it's not suggested to throw it at them. That's never a great idea, especially if they have a gun. It's to throw it off to the side so they have to kind of go after it. But, yeah, uh, going back to what you were saying a moment ago. Uh, I don't know. I'm still more likely to just drop, s- yeah. drop it. But that's just because, like, there are some people with some serious anger issues. And I just don't want to make the person holding a gun on me mad. <laughs> no, and if throwing I, I, my I wallet you. makes them mad, I'm just going to, you know. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I get I you. Probably, you just got to understand the risks of whatever you decide to do. It's perfectly valid to throw it off to the side yeah. and make them go after But I still, I prefer not risk making them mad. So I'm going to really calmly, like, set it down, back up, gain some space. My whole goal for this episode of the podcast is really to kind of get people thinking <laughs> in that moment, what are you actually going to do? If you are faced with this, and, you know, I, I'm not going to tell you that this particular thing is the right answer 100% of the time. Mm-hmm. You know, what's the right answer for you? What do you want to do in that situation? That's kind of my goal now, for this. Now, if it's a knife, I, I would understand that more, like yeah. throwing it away. I would be more likely to probably do that. But anytime it's a projectile, I'm not, I'm not going to risk making them that True. bad. As long as I have some space in between us, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah understand completely so yeah but you the second point the things that you do not want to carry in your wallet is like a tremendous amount of cash <laughs> okay um so quick story somebody that i know i will not i will i'm not going to name this person at all um somebody that i know had a tendency to 
what was the term was squirrel away because you know how a squirrel packs their nuts in a tree. So uh, that was that was the way they put it was squirrel away extra money in their wallet. And then they happened to lose their wallet while they were working outside and they could not find their wallet. Then uh, quite a bit later, they found their wallet. And I want to say it was like either months or a year later. They found this wallet. There was over $1,000 cash in that wallet. Their spouse was not too happy with them. <laughs> As you could probably imagine. Oh, my gosh. So. I can't imagine finding a, one. Of, well, I mean, for many reasons. I can't imagine finding my wallet with $1,000 cash in it. <laughs> Part of that is because you work for me, and we are still a very, very small business. <laughs> <laughs> But, but anyway. We're also not in a very um, high-budget town. Yeah, that's true, too. Uh, but, you know, so there's that. You know, what if you lose it? I mean, listen, what if you get robbed? Yeah, that, that guy says, oh, score. There's over $1,000 no, in this dude's the, wallet. Well, um, on, the thing that made me, like, minimalize what I carried around with me was that, like, I used to carry, like, a backpack. Just because yeah. people would hand me things and be like, hold this. And I just couldn't stand it. Like, I can't ha- stand having my hands full when I'm walking around. Yeah. And so I just always carried a backpack. So it'd be like, someone would be like, here, hold this. Okay. <laughs> backpack. The problem is, that gets really heavy. Yeah. And when you have extra space, you tend to fill it up. Have you? F- um, That's what Kylie carries. Is that, do you do that? Do you pack that sucker full? You got like a backpack purse. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> the more space you have, the more you tend to carry. Yeah, and it's now true. I weigh um, a buck 20. <laughs> and when you have a backpack. And that's on your heavy days. Yeah. <laughs> when, when you have a backpack that um, weighs like 15 pounds, that's a lot of weight for someone my size. And so my back, like, really start to have some back problems, you know, just from carrying around that extra 15 pounds. Yeah. Um, just because I'm not built to hold that extra weight, you know, <laughs> which is, sounds stupid, you know, um, now, but you know, there are different body types and different stuff and, and you are not, you know, your body type, you are not built to, you are built to go fast and you are built to be nimble and stuff like that. You are not built to carry and pick up heavy objects. I, on the other hand, I can carry and pick up a lot for someone of my weight. It's can. just the constant, like walking around with it on your back is not good for someone who's built like me. Yeah. There was and just a point in my life where I realized I played baseball and basketball and all that kind of stuff. Baseball is not so bad. Basketball though. Um, I realized after a while, my body is designed to pick up and throw heavy objects. Okay, <laughs> I, I can I can pick up a lot of weight. I can throw around a lot of weight. Um, uh, you know, I have learned about myself. I'm a much more natural fighter than I was anything else because I could just like pick people up and throw them. Uh, <laughs> so I'm not like a super tall. Like I said, I think we said it in the podcast before. I'm five foot freaking nine. Uh, so I'm not like huge, but like for my size, I am. Yeah, you know, I'm big bone. I'm stocky. I can pick up heavy things. You know. Well, yeah, and see, like I've built up my like body muscle to where, like, whenever we're moving things, like I can help people move big, heavy objects. Yeah. But um, it's just I'm not supposed to carry around extra weight all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
And so carrying around that backpack, I would constantly just like set it down whenever I got the opportunity. Mm-hmm. And like it was always right in front of me when I set it down. The problem is I'm also ADD. So <laughs> uh, what made me minimalize what I carried was we were in a store one day and um, it was like a farming garden, you know. Yeah. And so like they had animals for sale and we were looking at the chicks and it looked like there was something wrong with the chicks you know basically they had come in and got stuck in shipping for three days and when you're shipping live animals that's uh kind of dangerous and so, yeah that's like, not good this whole shipment of chicks just looked terrible and so that was kind of distracting and so i set the bag down in front of me just completely reflexively and it was right in front of me the whole time so i'm not leaving it unattended until we left and i forgot it you mm. know so it was in front of me until we left. And so my phone, my wallet, everything that I had in my bag is just sitting in this farming garden. And so we're calling the phone constantly. And we finally yeah. called. We ended up going 30 minutes after it closed. Um, and they let you come in and get it? Yes. That we is got very lucky. Nice yeah, we got lucky and someone was still there uh, even after they locked up and they let me. Was that here in Lexington? Yeah. Um, Who was that? No, I meant like the, the what was the business? They deserve a shout out. Farming Garden. Lexington Farming Garden? Lexington They're Farming awesome Garden. over there. Yeah. <laughs> um, two, of the, two of the kids used to take martial arts from me. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, so. Yeah, but it was just Lexington Farming Garden. And yeah, they're awesome. So, so there they you let go. Us back in There's your shout out that you will probably never hear. Yeah, and my husband, Co- yeah, Cody, uh, he, he looked at me and he goes, we're minimizing what you carry. He yeah. goes, if you can't hand, he's like, if it's causing enough pain carrying it around that you need that that you need to set it down whenever you get the chance he goes you need to minimize what you carry and he brought me to walmart and we got me like the tiny like phone and wallet thing and for a while it was a shock i was like i can't carry things like what am i what what am i supposed to do without this or this or this over here like i can't carry everything i need I, i can't fit that in this and he's like that's the point gear it out yeah just phone just wallet that's all you need yeah and uh, it's, it's very true and that kind of goes back to period. it took me like three weeks to get like the hang of just carrying around that tiny little person but my back pain has gotten a whole lot better yeah um and cody doesn't like cody we would be walking around walmart and i'd be like can you hold this for a minute and, <laughs> like to, with my bag and, and he, he was like oh my god put the backpack on he goes this thing is awful my back hurts <laughs> <laughs> and and my, he is not a small my dude. My husband is six foot one and about uh, two forty. Um, he's a he's not a small guy. No, um, fifteen pounds should not be as much for him as it is for me. But <laughs> so, and, and for me, um, it was constant berating from my chiropractor, and he was like, "Cause I." Again, you know, for guys to, it's the same thing as far as like you're gonna you're gonna fill up whatever space you have, and um, so I had this like big bifold um, traditional wallet, and uh, and I just I had cards in there, crap that I would never never use. I have all this stuff, um, but I, I get it, and I finally I, I finally just said fine. Uh, it was him, and then uh, my brother. And my wife was like, my gosh, why do you carry that thing around with you all the time? <laughs> so uh, finally, I just went ahead and got one of those minimal, minimalist wallets, which was very much so an adjustment period. But in all honesty, it really does help. Because um, it really does make you think about, you know, 
I know people that still carry around the checkbook. How many people freaking write checks anymore? <laughs> Do you have a checkbook? I own a checkbook. I have never used my checkbook. Okay, see, exactly. Uh, we have a checkbook, and we will use it every great once in a while. But, like, that's for, like, paying bills and sending it in. And for the most part, our bills are either automatically drafted or we pay online. So we write so very few checks at this point in time. Why do you need to take a checkbook around with you? And if you take a checkbook around with you, then you got to think, and somebody steals your, your purse or something like that, then they have your bank account information, your name, your account numbers, everything. And you can do all kinds of damage with that if you don't get that called in time. So... Yeah, start thinking about like what you have in your pocket, <laughs> purse or wallet. Pocketbook, wallet, purse. <laughs> yeah, any of those things, whatever those things are. Uh, start thinking about that and kind of minimize what you carry with it. Uh, some people, <laughs> purse. You got your your man purse. You got your purses out there. Yeah. Yeah, the the guys that I know that carry a Merce hate it when you actually call it a Merce. They want it to be called a satchel. <laughs> That's why I um, still, I, I, I don't know. They say they're not in style. I don't care. Cargo cargo shorts, cargo pants, they're phenomenal. I know. Some um, refer, somebody, my sister-in-law refers to those as purse pants. <laughs> yeah, so I was a, a very um, tomboy child. Um, really? figure. And... I got hand-downs from, like, my uncle, who's actually a year younger than me. Interesting. So, anyway. Um, <laughs> but I got hand-downs from him because, you know, he's still a guy. He's still bigger than me. And yeah. he was cargo pants. And he gave me, like, five pairs of, like, camo cargo pants. I wore those suckers nonstop. That was all Freaking cargo I pants wore. are awesome. I don't they care are if the they're in style or not. Because, like... He gave me those, and I all of a sudden understood what pockets were. Like, yeah. holy crap, why don't all pants have pockets like this? <laughs> yeah. Because, you know, you got, you got the top pockets that are pretty deep, you know, the secondary pockets inside of those, the back pockets, and then three or four pockets, like, on the bottom of the pants, yeah. depending on what kind you get, you know. But these had, like, the giant pockets with the, the fold-over mm-hmm. flap. We used to go to Carowinds, and I wore nothing but cargo pants every time we went to Carowinds, you know, because you're not allowed to carry something on the, uh, carry bags and things yeah. on the roller coasters. You just shove your wallet in there, lo- overlap that Velcro, nothing gets out. Cargo pants are awesome. They really are. <laughs> I, don't, I really don't care if they are not in style or not. I will never stop wearing them. It's the name of this podcast is Cargo Pants Are Awesome. We might can make that happen. Yeah. We might can make that happen. But that has nothing to do with what our actual topic is. <laughs> well, it sort of does. Because, I mean, if you think about it, like, you're... What you're, to do if somebody steals your purse? Oh, and cargo pants are awesome. That's the name of this podcast. Well, I mean, there are a lot of times when if I'm wearing clothes that have pockets, I put the more important stuff in my pockets yeah. and just carry my purse around for the, 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 the phone, you know? Yeah. Because... No, no matter how good women's pants are, it's never ca- comfortable to carry your phone in your pocket, you know? Uh, no, I don't know. Um, <laughs> I'm not well, one of those kind Kylie of guys. Kylie probably knows. Um, it's just not comfortable to carry your phone around in your pocket. Yeah. So I would carry my purse around just for the sake of having my my phone in there. But I would sometimes carry like my card or whatever money I have just in my pockets instead. So if they want my purse, okay, have it. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, my important stuff isn't even in there. But it's, everyone assumes that if you're carrying a purse, pretty much everything valuable you have is in true. there. That's true. That's true. 
which yeah. is usually the case. Yeah, that's true. Uh, I saw a guy, a huge fan of his, and he has no idea we exist. Uh, Mike, the instructor on TikTok, um, he has his. He, he's a firearms instructor, concealed carry instructor in the Chicago area, and he keeps his license and all important cards and his concealed carry permit on a little like almost like an ID badge kind of thing around his neck under his shirt. So now if, you know, for him, all that's there. Now he was talking about like this, the fact that that's a lot safer when it comes to traffic stops and stuff like that. And that's true. But, you know, I'm sitting here thinking as we're talking about this and I didn't really, really thought about it this way, but as we're talking about this, if all of those type of things are important that are in here and really you only have like a card, a, let's say a, a, maybe credit card or a debit card or something like that and um a little bit of cash in a wallet or in your purse or whatever that even less now i don't know that i'm ready to kind of jump to that but you know it's a possibility um or it could make a really convincing argument that you forgot your wallet you know it's like empty your pockets everything okay i don't know empties pockets there's like a piece of chewing gum you know it's like i wow okay i forgot my wallet at home Sorry, dude. Yeah, but then they may ask for something else valuable. So, I don't know. All right. Let, let's talk about, let's say this real quick. Um, and I don't think this is something we said on the podcast. If somebody has a gun and you're going to drop something and run away, how do you run away? Have we talked about this on podcasts? I think we Yeah, did. we have. We have. Okay. So, let's just, let's just rehash it real quick. How do you run away? Not in a straight line and uh, not well, a zigzag in the technical sense of zigzag. I always say run away at a diagonal angle because mm-hmm. that's the hardest line to hit. There we go. Um, and I don't think so. You don't just turn around and run in a straight line. Yeah, away straight back. Because yeah, it's like, oh, that's, yeah, just bang. All it is is the target getting smaller. Yeah, and if they if it's not even a gun, if they're going to chase you and you're just running in a straight line away from them, they're already facing that direction. You had to turn around. Yeah. Um. So generally speaking, run it off at a diagonal. Um, and speaking and from then, a tactical running perspective, like off ooh, at a diagonal and yeah. then um, take corners. So you want to run in a straight line diagonally at the start to gain some space. And then once you have a little bit of distance, then you're going to take corners. Um, so speaking of which, Kylie and Jada are going through instructor training for the tactical running thing. You know, we mm-hmm. had uh, Jared mm-hmm. Saxton on and they have been working with him. Uh, to become actual tactical tactical running instructors, uh, and y'all are about halfway through. Very so interesting. Calls. If you guys have any interest in like uh, an online course or something for tactical running, it's actually really neat, especially if you're already into cardio. You know, um, so if you go on daily runs or something, they got and a free downloadable. Yeah, they've got uh, they've got a downloadable tactical running just run audio so like it plays an audio and it gives you things to notice gives you things to look for it adds an extra level of purpose to your run and so if you already do runs or maybe if if you're looking or or if you hate running but you want to be able to get into it i found we didn't notice the exercise the exercise aspect of it as much when we had something else to think about and whenever it would like say okay now um identify anything that could be used as a possible weapon you know uh it was just extra things to think about while you're running and it kind of gets your mind off of the burn a little bit that's cool that is that is really cool 
Um, but anyway, so we're going to we'll start diverting a lot more questions of running away to you two since you are actually spending time in, in like a lot more training in that specifically running for self-defense. So, so really quick, we need to start wrapping up a little bit because we are, this actually, I, I thought this will be really fast. Uh, you know, but there's been a lot more discussion and thoughts and other things than kind of expected. So let's say real quick, somebody comes up with a knife, you, they say, give me your purse, you th- drop your purse, you back away, drop your purse and run, or you throw it off to the side and you run, or you have one of those purses you can kind of dump out and run. Uh, the benefit, I guess, to being able to dump out a purse is you can keep a certain thing in your wallet, like your ID and stuff like that in a separate area. So if you was to dump everything out, it wouldn't come out as well. Um, also, if you can still carry in a purse, probably the best idea not to have, you know, just to hand the purse over completely. That's one of the situations I would kind of suggest dumping the purse out because you don't want to hand a criminal a gun. And so you get is, out of the this situation. Is a, this is a suggestion that, that's assuming that your holster is fixed to your purse and not. If you're going to conceal inside. carry in a purse, only 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 use purses that are made for concealed carry okay that's just that's a non-negotiable in my opinion (laughs) i'm not a fan of concealed carry in a purse i'm really not but if you're going to do it it's a non-negotiable that it needs to be in a purse that is made for concealed carry okay so anyway whatever you have done you did they now have your id they have your credit cards they have cash they have maybe your phone um and you get away safely. So the next question is, what do you need to do? Kylie, do you want to try answering this one? Well, you need to call off your credit card if you have one. Yeah. And probably debit card. Yeah, so cancel cancel any of your cards. Cancel any of your cards. Look at you being smart. Yeah, I know. Sometimes I am smart. Um, and then something to do with the your ID. Something to do with your ID. Uh-huh. I don't know technical terms. <laughs> you usually call the, the DMV or um, something along those lines yeah. and uh, report a stolen license. Yeah. Um, or if you're carrying a different form of ID with you, mm-hmm. you can pretty much just Google any corresponding number that you would need to call. Yep. File, uh, file a police report. Yes. And then, like, especially if you have... Uh, yeah, uh, the next thing would be to contact your your phone provider and have them shut your phone down. Now, sometimes you can actually do that depending on, you know, other things that you have. You might can have it set where you can shut it down, uh, and that way you can get it shut down faster, but you want to do that as well. Uh, sometimes you can even have it set where you can erase it remotely if somebody has stolen it, and that's a really good idea as well. Uh, you want to notify like credit or not credit unions what is that the um credit reporting bureaus that's it you want to notify them say hey you know put a fraud alert on here whatever my stuff's been stolen so yeah those are the types of things that you that you need to do if a criminal gets a hold of these types of things you need to make the decision what are you going to do in that situation okay i cannot tell you what to do my suggestion is comply and run don't just comply and stand there and wait for them you know Oh, here you go. This is, here's my wallet. Here's my watch. Here's my phone, whatever. And then just like stand there and wait, see what they're going to do next. Don't do that. You know, 
throw your crap down, drop your stuff, whatever you're going to do, and run. That's my suggestion, okay? My suggestion is also not to get off the X and shoot, okay? Number one, um, that may not be legal where you are. There's a lot of difference in laws and stuff like that. And then in some situations, like technically in our state, that's a, that's a, a threat of death. So you can, you have the right, but not in every state. And I think uh, another thing from Andrew Bronca, he says statistics show that even if you are 100% like there's no question about it that you are completely innocent, you still have a 10% chance of going to jail in the situation if you draw your gun and shoot somebody. So, you know, be every, all this, oh, I'll just shoot them. I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't. I wouldn't suggest that. So, uh, again, remember the, the the contest, I guess, we have going on. Uh, make sure you go over to Apple Podcast. Uh, if there's another podcast catcher, maybe Spotify or something like that, we really got to check uh, that you can actually write a review. Write a review for the podcast. Screenshot that. Send it over to Brian, B-R-I-E-N, at impactdefense.online. Okay? Send that over to us. On episode 100 or 101, I'm still working on exactly which one's going to be. We're going to announce the winner. So make sure you get this done before episode 99. Um, Doubt online is for your email address? Yeah. Hmm. it's Well, the website is impactdefense.online. So the my, my email address is brian at impactdefense.online. So, anyway, send that screenshot over to us to show that you have done that. And everybody that does that, we're going to draw from that. And uh, you're going to get a chance for a $250 Amazon gift card that Kylie is paying for. So, uh, you keep saying that. I know. It's funny how I keep saying that. <laughs> uh, also, wait, there was, a, there was an also. Oh, yeah. Also, buy us coffee. <laughs> You can go on. Oh my gosh! You can go to the support us under this video, um, and if you're watching, will this be on the audio version or just? Yeah, on it's the on video? the audio version. So if you go into the show notes, okay, you can yeah. go to the show notes. Go to the show and, notes and uh, just support us for four dollars and ninety nine cents a month, and that just helps us cover some of the costs of. Um, shooting this podcast and uh, continuing coffees. continuing to get more information out there and um, buying coffees and also making sure that our life fuel is provided for every episode with coffee uh, yeah because if you look and you're watching the video portion of this right now I've got a really sad water <laughs> right here there's a there's a water where your coffee should be there's a there's a water where my coffee should be and uh I'm feeling the lack of caffeine right now. Look, Kylie's over there with her sad water too. And don't get us wrong, we love Deer Park, but um buy us coffee. <laughs> All right, guys. So thank you so very much again for listening to episode ninety one of the podcast. Almost I didn't I almost went to a completely different number. So episode ninety one of the podcast. We have really, really enjoyed it. Um I thank you guys so much for allowing us to do this and for listening to all of our ramblings and self-defense advice. Thank you guys very much, and we will see you in the next one. Goodbye.